BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, welcome to Trying Not to Care. We have so many new listeners. I'm so happy and so grateful to have you here, new and old. Thank you for tuning in and listening. So last episode, I spoke about how I've been feeling stagnant and how when I feel stuck and I am spending a lot of time in my head, I'm not always the nicest to myself. When I find myself in situations like that where I don't feel my best, I try to pull myself out of that place with affirmations. Affirmations for me are a really good coping mechanism. Affirmations basically are positive statements that can help you overcome negative thoughts and saying them to yourself often can really reinforce more positive thinking about yourself and about your life. I think affirmations are super helpful. They can boost your confidence, redirect your thoughts. They can almost reset you. But I found that if I don't believe what I'm saying, no matter how many times I say it, it won't stick and the affirmations won't end up helping me. What I've learned from my own behavior is if my words that I say on a daily basis and the affirmations that I want to believe to be true contradict each other, the affirmations won't work. Recently, I was listening to Aware and Aggravated and Leo did an episode called Things to Stop Saying to Yourself and it absolutely inspired today's episode. Just like he said, I really do believe our words hold so much power over our reality and I just want to talk about that today. I'll also link his podcast episode in the description if you want to give it a listen. It's a really good one. He is just an amazing speaker and honestly, will cha- he will literally change your life. A lot of people use affirmations to align with their goals or manifestations. They use affirmations to make them feel a certain way towards themselves or about their reality. They affirm something to themselves every day in hopes that it will become true or they will believe it to be true. Like I said, affirmations can be extremely helpful. I use them every day, but they aren't magic. You still need to do the work. You can't use the affirmation, I am so beautiful, and expect to really believe that if 
you're still walking around telling others you feel ugly. The reason it won't work and you won't truly believe that you are beautiful is because you're confusing your mind. It's like telling someone you really like them and then going around and telling everyone else you don't. Once it gets back to them, they're not going to fully believe you when you say you like them, no matter how many times you reassure them, because your words aren't consistent. Our words hold so much value, even if you're saying things without much thought, without thinking of the consequences, saying things because you're used to saying them or you're just joking. When you say them so often, that is what becomes true in your mind. For example, before I started getting traction on this podcast, before I had consistent listeners, whenever people would ask me about it, how it's doing, where I want to go with it, so on and so forth, I would downplay my feelings about the podcast and my goals for it in fear of looking like I care too much. I thought saying, I don't really care about it. It's just this fun thing I do. I don't know how long I'll do it for. I don't care if it doesn't go anywhere. I thought that would protect me from if it failed. I was saying these things to other people, but behind the scenes when I was alone, I was saying affirmations and writing down manifestations for this podcast to be huge, to be everything I could ever dream of. I was telling myself, so many people are going to listen to this podcast and relate to it, and I'm going to help so many people. And I knew how much this podcast meant to me, but I didn't want others to know that because I was embarrassed. I didn't realize the implications of talking down about the podcast and minimizing myself and my worth. Even though I knew I didn't mean what I was saying to others, my words were planning for me to fail. I was prepping myself for the worst. And in doing so, I subconsciously was setting myself back. It wasn't until I was honest with others and my words became consistent with myself and with them that things started working out for me and what I wanted and what I truly wanted started to become my reality. When you say things out loud, you might think, I don't really believe this. I'm just saying it to say it. I'm just saying it to make others happy. It won't matter if I say this. It does. It does matter. You might think to yourself, I know that I think this is untrue, but your words say otherwise, and you're just affirming that you do, in fact, believe those things. With that being said, I want to talk about five things that you need to stop saying and doing. Obviously, this is easier said than done, but let these five things just be a reminder to be more cautious about what you say and what you put out into the world. Number one, vocalizing your insecurities. It's okay to have insecurities, but saying them out loud, in my opinion, just amplifies them because you're drawing more attention to it. When I point out my insecurities, even if it's just myself in the mirror, I get tunnel vision on them. I end up hyper fixating on them for days, weeks, even months. If I'm unhappy with my body, I don't feel better or get anything from looking at myself in the mirror and saying, I hate my body. I don't like my curves. I could be skinnier. You can't hate yourself 
into someone you love. The only way to overcome insecurities and to really love yourself is to embrace yourself with love. And by that, I mean, you might have insecurities and negative thoughts about yourself, but instead of fueling them with more hate and reinforcing those thoughts, try to be, emphasis on try to be, encouraging and uplifting. In my case, if I'm struggling with my body, instead of saying, I hate how my body looks in these jeans, I hate my love handles, I hate my legs, I can say, these jeans don't flatter my body, but other clothes do. Or these jeans don't flatter my body, so now I have an excuse to buy better clothes. Another great way to redirect your negative self-talk is by replacing a negative thought about yourself with a positive one. For example, when you say that you hate your hair, instead of getting stuck on that thought and spiraling about how much you hate your hair, replace that thought with something that you like about yourself, like your eyes or your personality or something you're good at. Doing these things might not entirely get rid of your insecurities, but they help build your confidence and remind you that you're not only those things that you don't like. As you build your confidence and learn to shift from those negative thoughts to more positive ones, you'll end up more likely to think more positively about yourself and speak more positively about yourself than you would if all you were focusing on were your insecurities. Number two, stop identifying as one thing. Stop telling yourself that you can only be one thing. You are not a fictional character with built-in traits and a made-up personality. You don't have to stick to a script or way of being. It doesn't matter if you were the worst person. It doesn't matter if you made a million mistakes. It doesn't matter who you used to be. The thing about growing up is you grow, you change, you evolve. And the only person that has control over who you are and who you become is you. I have an entire episode about breaking away from your reputation where I speak about my own experience But in short, for the longest time, I believed just because people thought a certain way about me in high school meant that was who I was forever. I thought that my reputation was going to be my identity forever. It doesn't matter how many people tell you that you aren't smart or you aren't pretty or you aren't successful. It doesn't matter how many people label you. You will always have the final say. The only way any of that becomes true is if you start saying that you're stupid or ugly or unsuccessful. If you want to become more educated or successful, but you failed a lot of classes in high school and you were always called dumb, you need to release that identity. You are not your reputation. Just because you failed once or you struggled in school or were called certain names, doesn't mean that is who you are forever. You are allowed to change, but your future and your identity will not change unless your thoughts and behavior do. Moving on to number three, limiting yourself and saying I can't. Just like I said, 
you are the only person who has say over who you are and what you do. It doesn't matter if everyone you know tells you that you're incapable of doing something, that you can't succeed, that you can't be who you want to be. None of what they say matters. The only way any of that is true is if you're the one saying, I can't do this, I can't have this, I can't be this. You can quite literally do anything you put your mind to. But if you're telling yourself that you can't do something, you never will. You're never going to have the motivation or confidence to do it. The truth is, it's not that you can't. It's that you have self-limiting beliefs on what you can do that are stopping you from doing more. There's always a reason behind those words. I always hear people saying that they can't make social media work as a job. There's too many people doing it. They've tried and it just hasn't worked out. Do you really believe that everyone who has had success with social media posted once and just blew up? Do you think they had an easier time than you did? They might have, but you know the real difference between their success on social media and where you are now? They didn't give up. I was trying to do social media since middle school. I'm 26 now. I didn't see any success until I was 24. The reason I struggled from then to 24 was because of my mindset. My mindset was, I'm going to keep trying, but it's not going to work. I would post a few times, see no progress, and because I wasn't growing, I would give up. I would stop posting, and then I would post, and then I wouldn't post. I was never consistent. I genuinely thought that because I wasn't seeing success, that it meant I couldn't do it. But when I quit my job at 24 and I started this podcast, I told myself, I'm not allowed to stop because it's going to work. I can do this. I can be successful. That was the biggest change of all. That was what made everything come together. My confidence and my trust in myself and my abilities. If you're struggling with self-limitations, ask yourself, why do I feel this way about myself? A lot of times, we feel that we can't do something or be something because we're applying past experiences to new ones. You might have butchered public speaking in the past, so now you believe that you can't successfully do it without feeling like you're going to pass out. You don't think that you can get through a speech without choking up your words. But your past does not dictate your future. I'll be honest. If you go to public speak and you go into it telling yourself that you can't do it and it'll be exactly like last time, more than likely you're going to be right. It's going to be just like last time unless you make an effort for it not to be. Prep yourself. Practice. Build up your confidence. Tell yourself that you can do this and give yourself a good-ass pep talk. You can do as much as you believe you can do. And with that being true, why would you want to limit yourself? Number four, saying I don't deserve this. Just like when you say I can't have this, saying I don't deserve this is going to make it so you never allow yourself to have it. A lot of people say, I don't deserve this or I don't deserve you. 
And they say that because they don't believe they deserve good things. There is some type of self-hatred rooted in those words. I think it goes back to identifying as one thing. When I believed that I was only the things that people thought of me and those things were bad, when good things did happen to me, I didn't believe I deserved them. Why would someone who so many people dislike be granted these wonderful things? Even now, when opportunities are presented to me that are so amazing, I find myself saying, I don't deserve this. Why am I being offered this? I don't deserve to be in a position to receive this. And those words are coming from insecurities and self-doubt of mine. When you say, I don't deserve this, you are minimizing your worth. When you truly believe that you are not deserving of good things, you will start self-sabotaging so you don't receive those things. When opportunities are given to you, your first immediate reaction might be, why am I being given this? Why do they want me? Am I smart enough for this? Am I pretty enough for this? Am I worth listening to? Self-doubt will creep in. And it might feel easier to self-sabotage and deny yourself the experience. Say no to the opportunity. But the important thing is, you need to know that you are being given this because it's meant for you. You were chosen specifically for this opportunity or experience because you're deserving of it. Lastly, number five, saying this is cringy or I'm cringy. Nothing is embarrassing unless you're embarrassed. I look back at my dancing videos from 2020. Also, just so you know, they're gone. They're not there, so don't go looking. But I, I look at them and I am repulsed. I look back at them and I can't wrap my head around how I posted things like that so shamelessly. But the reason I posted them back then so fearlessly is because I loved doing it. I loved dancing. I was so proud of whenever I would learn a dance and be able to post it, no matter how bad I was. I wasn't embarrassed because I was having fun and I was doing something that I was so passionate about. Doing what you love will never be embarrassing or cringy. When you say this is cringy or I'm cringe, that is just holding yourself back from pursuing things that you actually want to do. Is what you're doing cringy or is the idea of people perceiving you as cringy what is holding you back? When you say this or I'm cringy, you are reinforcing others' thoughts about you. You are giving into other people's narrative about you. Who cares if someone thinks what you do or say is embarrassing? The only people who make fun of other people are people who are miserable or are low-key envious that you're doing something that they wish they had the balls to do. You can't sit around and wonder why things aren't working out for you or be bummed that you're not doing something that you want to do when you're afraid of looking a certain way when doing it. Start working on being who you want to be unapologetically. The only thing that is cringy is restricting yourself from living the life you want to live out of fear of appearing a certain way. 
I want to go back to affirmations now that we spoke about things to stop saying. I want to talk about how to make your affirmations work. It's one thing to stop the negative self-talk, but it's another to say positive things to yourself and actually believe them. The reason why you believe the negative things you say about yourself is because you have evidence that you believe is factual to back up those thoughts. For example, if you say, I don't like my body, you're looking at your body and then thinking of body types that you do like and then comparing them back to your body. You have a visual to back up your thought that makes you believe what you're thinking is correct. If you say, I'm not smart, you might recall a memory where you failed to test or someone said something mean to you about your intelligence. Those experiences reaffirm that negative thought so now you believe that it's true. So if that's how negative thoughts work, do the same for positive ones. Use the same method for your affirmations. Right now, you might not completely believe that you are super successful or super talented, but there has to be a time where you did feel that way or had an experience where you were that. Think of those past situations, experiences, and feelings, and then apply them to when you're saying your affirmations. It's hard to say something nice about yourself when you believe the opposite. But if you find even one example of a time in your life, even if it was 20 years ago, where you were that or you felt like you were, recall that time and think about it when you say your affirmations. If your affirmation is, I am talented, recall a time where you showed a talent. It might be as simple as that one time you and your cousin performed a concert in your living room for your family. Like we all did that. I know for a fact we all did that when we were younger. That took talent. Think about that. If your affirmation is, I am creative, recall a time where you were. For me, I used to be really into drawing and I would get so many compliments from classmates and my teachers. I was always being affirmed of how great of an artist I was. Now, when I lack inspiration or I'm not being the nicest to myself about my work, I think back to those times. I think about when I was in middle school creating music videos. I think back to high school when my art teacher complimented my work. I think back to those times where I felt my most creative and it helps amplify and make me believe the affirmation that I'm saying to myself. It's hard to tell myself that I'm creative when I'm lacking creativity right now, but just thinking about when I was creative reminds me, okay, maybe right now I'm not, but I know in my soul that I am and I can be. If your affirmation is something like, I love my life, I'm so grateful for my life, but you're struggling to find things to love about your life, recall times in your past that made you really happy. Recall people who added value to your life. That's still a part of your life to be proud of and acknowledge. Use the joy from the past to heal how you're feeling now. Which brings me to this week's assignment. I want you to think about who you want to be. Whether that's for a week, the month, the rest of the year. Think about your ideal self. 
how they act, how they feel, what they do. And write as many affirmations as you can think of that will help you align with that ideal self. I want you to say these affirmations to yourself for as long as you'd like to, but when you find yourself struggling with these affirmations and struggling with connecting to them, find meaning behind the words. Go back to your past experiences and pull memories and inspiration from times where you were those things or you felt like those things. If your goal is to be happier this year and your affirmation is, I am so happy with life, but you're struggling with your mental health, every time you say that out loud, think of a memory or a person or a place that made you happy. Think of a time where you were happy and allow the feeling of that memory to influence the affirmation. Don't allow your current circumstance to ruin your future. You are capable of living the life you want to live, being the person you want to be, or feeling the way you want to feel. But you need to be focused on becoming that than being stuck in your ways. Be more cautious about what you say, what you do, and make sure that your words are not only consistent, but align with who you want to be. That is everything for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, make sure to give Trina to Care a five-star review on Spotify and Apple. It really helps me out and I appreciate it so much. All my socials, Instagram, TikTok, threads, literally every social media under the sun, And the group chat are all linked in today's description if you want to follow along. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I love you, besties, and I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties.